Welcome to the Sage Advice Podcast, transforming the way people think and work so their organizations can thrive. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Gary Boomer. Gary is recognized as a leading authority on technology and strategic planning in the accounting profession. As the visionary and strategist at Boomer Consulting, he created the Boomer Technology Circles and the CIO Circle, two peer groups that help some of the accounting professionals' top firms bridge the gap between technology and practice management and prepare technology professionals for a seat at the management table. Welcome to the Sage Advice Podcast, my friend, Gary Boomer. Thank you, Ed. It's great to be here. These are a bit unusual times, but I think our topic this morning will lead right into that. I hope everyone is well. I, I can't say that I think many of you haven't been impacted because I think you all have been impacted as have my family and others. It's certainly a different world we're living in right now. Scary times, but I think you have many of the tools out there to benefit from these times. Uh, so we're gonna try to talk about that a little bit this morning. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this this interview was was scheduled th- through a, a, a group. It was funny. We were before we st- got on. We were talking about how the the person from Sage, who obviously didn't know that you and I had a previous relationship, connected us about talking about an initiative that Sage has put together on CFO 3.0. And I'm supposed to ask you questions on that. And you know what? None of them are talking about COVID because even a month ago, when this was this was process was started, this wasn't even a dream in anyone's eye. So uh, what I want to ask you is, is, is still in, in context about this is, what, what, is it, what does COVID mean for CFO 3.0? Well, this may be too simplistic, but when times are uh, scary, I think some simplicity is needed in order to get to the next level. And I would say it's acceleration. What uh, CFO 3.0 talked about were all the things that are going to get accelerated by the COVID uh, uh, COVID 19. And in some ways, this is good. In other ways, it's pretty scary for people because many of the CFOs that were surveyed out there felt this was going to happen. But on the other hand, many of them didn't think they were prepared or had all of the skills necessary for them to be successful. And let me further say the skills, I don't mean individual skills. I think our skills are all going to have to change. We're going to have to continue to learn. But it takes a team to be a leader today. And the CFO, we've always said, the CFO and the CIO need to be part of the management team. And in accounting firms too often, it was just other service industry leaders that were on the management team. And I think the CFO is sitting in the catbird seat and now's the time to leverage that and come forward as a leader. You know, it's interesting looking at the questions that I have had prepared for this is, again, before the whole COVID thing struck was, what are the biggest challenges facing CFOs today? And I, if I had asked you that question a month ago, it wouldn't have been, well, we got to have our entire workforce ready to work from home in, an, in, a, in a moment's notice. Right. <laughs> and I think some gratitude here is appropriate for people. Those that have been doing it, they're just getting better at it. 
those that haven't been doing it, they're, they're, they're scared. You know, they don't have the right bandwidth. They don't have the right equipment. They have never used the tools. And uh, I told someone earlier this week that I actually started doing video conferencing in 1992 or three when I was a partner with Varney and Associates. And we had partners who just squealed about the fact that it was costing us $125, $150 an hour. But we had three offices that were two and a half hours apart and nobody complained that had to do the driving. It was only the people that were right there and they thought that was an exorbitant amount. But today, our grandkids, the youngest one is three. He had a preschool Zoom conference yesterday at 10 o'clock. And within five minutes, you know, all these three-year-olds had Zoom mastered. So I think it just goes to show that sometimes we're our biggest obstacles, but Planning and preparation are huge right now. And I think the CFOs need to have a role in that. So true. And, you know, one of the things that I've been doing a lot of thinking about on this, and and it's something that I've always talked about uh, occasionally, is, you know, Darwin didn't say survival of the fittest. Darwin said survival of the most adaptable. And I think what we're seeing here is we're living through this, that it's going to be organizations that are the most adaptable and which sometimes flies in the face of, you know, CFO is like, we're, we, we got a tick and tie. We have to have everything, all of our ducks in order. We have to have our budgets in place and all of these things. And now what we're seeing is, hey, which are the CFOs that are going to be the most adaptable to, and, and who, can, who can flex and adapt? So your thoughts on that? It's not going to be their technical skills that bring them to the leadership role. It's going to be their communication skills the fact they have a vision. And that's one thing we're asking people to do right now. What's your vision of when this thing, we come out of it? And I don't mean we're gonna come out of it just one day, it's gonna be over, but how are you going to leverage your resources? What are your biggest dangers? Um, what are your strengths? And, and have a plan. And we used to call that strategic planning. Right now, we're calling it the 90-day pivot and plan. Mm-hmm. And I think it's got to be both for the company and for you personally. What are you going to do? And the one thing that I'm sure C- CFOs today are being uh, really pressured from the CEO and others is cash flow. Uh, every partner I talk to in a CPA firm, and granted, we get to talk to the best firms out there. So they're all very concerned about this, but they say the ones that have had video conferencing and work at home, they're not worried except for the cash flow. And they're worried Mm -hmm. not that they can't get the work done or that they won't be able to bill. It's that many of their clients are impacted. So let's take the restaurant industry, real estate, oil, those are industries that are going to change significantly. So there's going to be opportunities. How do you position in one of those industries to come out of this and have a pivot plan and also have what you're going to do the next nine days? 
So planning to me is still very critical here. And I think the CFOs are integral parts of that because there's a big financial aspect. And if you're, if you're talking to somebody who is aspiring to be a CFO at this time, what would you suggest that they look at? What, would, what should they be observing? What should they be doing in, in their lives uh, in, in trying to get to whatever the new normal is, which we don't even know is what it is yet? Well, I, I think uh, communication skills, written and oral, are definitely important. And, and a little history doesn't hurt, too. Uh, I think people that read are at a great advantage here because, uh, you know, this isn't the first uh, pandemic, maybe the first pandemic, but it isn't the first crisis that we've been through. I'm going to kind of go in reverse here, but, you know, we're all familiar with the mortgage crisis and that gives us scare. We're familiar with the um, uh, 9-11. We remember what happened there. That was more short term, I think. But I remember as a kid not being able to go to the swimming pool because of polio. And, and, you know, that was pretty scary back then. Uh, I don't know any kid that saw an iron lung that wanted to be put in an iron lung for a short period of time, let alone life. So, you know, I say my swimming skills aren't as good as they could have been just because (laughs) when I was born, my younger siblings uh, were able to swim a lot more than I was in my first five years. So, you know, we've been through this. Uh, We're going to learn from this. Uh, But I think the big challenge is for CFOs and CPAs is to not get paralyzed. Don't allow yourself to be the victim. Do thinking And it takes some time to think. And right now, some of us have time. But I will tell you, too many people are worrying. They're not really thinking and strategizing. And there's a big difference between worry and thinking. Um, I think going forward, as I said, this is going to accelerate. I think you're going to see coaching be what management was in the 1980s and 1990s. So having a coach having some people you can talk to that don't spiral you down, but lift you up and are still honest with you about, you know, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? How do you build this unique ability team? Because this is a team sport going forward. It's not just a rugged individualist. I'm going to power my way out of this. And uh, I think a lot of companies have been building these teams and multidisciplinary practices. I know the big, big uh, four have done this. Uh, a lot of corporations uh, have have done it to some extent, but you may need different people at the management table than what you've had in the past. Yeah. Gary, as you know, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and I always enjoy asking this question of you because you always have a a, a great response, and it, they have varied of the mo- the different times that I've asked you. And that is, who is a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? Well, I would have to say uh, Dan Sullivan right now would be probably my top hero. Uh, I've been in the strategic coach program for twenty five years. 
I guess I'm a slow learner with the ability to pay. But uh, uh, Dan jokes about that. But, you know, I, I think it has prepared our company and myself for this type of event as much as you can prepare. But it also gives me a lot of courage and confidence about the future and how we will come out of this. It's going to be different. There's no question. It's also taught me that you need to plan for these type of events, uh, both personally and as a company. And uh, the people that want to take everything out of the company, just bleed it. Uh, I, I think they oftentimes don't think about the future or think about these events. So being positioned to have s some resources and having the right people. I think we have a great team right now. And it's because of Dan's guidance and coaching over the last 25 years. We have seven people in the program. So it's almost like having a different language. So I, that would be my answer for today. All right. Well, as always, great, Gary. How, lastly, how can somebody contact you? Well, probably the easiest is through email, lgboomer at boomer.com. So it's pretty, pretty easy and don't hesitate. Uh, we've got some tools here that we use internally uh, for this type of event and the, that pivot and plan. Uh, and sometimes just having the tool in front of you is all you need to prompt you to start thinking and write it down. So getting it written down will take away a lot of stress and cause you to be much more in, engaged and enlightened, I guess, would be the word. Well, Gary Boomer, uh, the CFO and, well, I'm sorry, the uh, the visionary and strategist and chief dot connector of Boomer Consulting. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Advice Podcast. My pleasure. For more Sage Advice, visit and subscribe at sageadvicepodcast.com.